getting around. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. Uh, I am your host, Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corwin Heller. He said very despotically. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yes, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm not convinced I said it right. So, <laughs> so we're just going to let that shit sit there forever. Um, we don't. It's the Monday episode. We have nothing to talk about. Yeah, we're just going to talk about know, whatever. There's really only basketball and hockey going on right now of any important note. And those are two things we don't talk about a lot. So we're just going to talk about some random shit instead. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we we we. Uh, th- there's nothing going on. We could talk about the NHL playoffs to the extent which we could, but I feel like there should be a t- ton of it. I haven't either. And I yeah. feel so fucking bad. I mean, the Pens got kicked busy. out, and I just I've had finals, and I've just really not had the motivation to watch it. I've just been so obsessed with baseball. I've, I've been telling myself I'm going to sit down and watch all the Stanley Cup final games. Like, right. I'm going to do that. Exactly. I will forego watching the Yankees or at least just put the game on my phone or something to watch the finals. But I've just been like out or busy or like, what game should I watch? Like, oh, this Stars game doesn't start till 10 o'clock? Fuck that shit. So I've, I've been kind of like that. I feel bad about it. Yeah. I mean, I just – the finals are coming up for the conference and it's just like – Oh boy, the Hurricanes and the Bruins. It's not really something. Yo, I I'm fucking excited about. about that shit. No, I'm excited I for the, see the Hurricanes. Canes. Oh, go Canes, but baby! Like, uh, go Canes! I want it so bad. Ugh. I'm sick of the text I'm getting from my roommate, who's up from the Boston area. About oh, Dan. The, yeah, yeah. Just about like the Bruins. Oh, they're making the comeback. Oh my god! Uh. It's like, uh, you know what? I'm from Pittsburgh, and even I get sick of like the championship bullshit that Boston has. And we've talked about, yeah, we talked about how much I'm I hate from Pittsburgh. You did. I was going. I'm not from there. Pittsburgh, by the no, way. You're not, you're not at all. Um, I think everyone gets sick of the, the, the. Oh, we won a bunch. Like I don't like it as a Yankees fan. I, I fucking hate listening to other Yankees fans talk about how much we've won. It, it's. I hate listening to any Yankees fan, including you, talk about the Yankees. No, that we both know that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> we both know that's a lie. Um, oh, before we keep going, here is uh, an ad from our friends over at Sports Trebuchet. Do you like to talk about sports? Do you like podcasts? Do you like talking about professional wrestling? Do you like medieval weaponry? Then check us out at Sports Trebuchet on Twitter or listen to us, Sports Trebuchet on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you listen. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) You pointed at me. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I know. What What do you want to start with? Um, let's talk about the Florida kid first, just because I have that on my mind. All right, all right. <laughs> you got those Florida children yeah, those, uh, on deck. Tell so me about tell me about them kids. There is a 2019 five-star defensive back prospect who committed to Florida, enrolled at Florida, named Chris Steele, who has recently requested a transfer out of Florida due to a uh, due to Florida being unable to change his room assignment. Uh, before the summer started and this is only an issue because his roommate who is quarterback Jalon Jones Jalon Jalon honestly don't care if I get this guy's names wrong name wrong because he was accused by two female students of sexual assault in April which is kind of a big deal so Steele wanted to move out of the room just because he didn't want to be associated with this guy in any way didn't want to get mixed up with this guy, just wanted to have nothing to do with him. And Florida said, hey, 
we can't do this until after the summer or late in the summer, whatever. It doesn't matter. And he was like, all right, if you're not going to make me move out of a room with a accused sexual assaulter, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to be at this school if this is the way you treat me. And I think this is just one of those things where a lot of times schools really favor high-starred, highly touted recruits, basically, you know, paying for them to come to school, giving them a scholarship, buying them nice cars, giving them wads of cash. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly, the ginger fucked an ostrich. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) So, is is Florida State, like... University of Florida. Oh, sorry. Well, fuck Florida State, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is University of Florida, like, looking into the sexual assaulter? Is that, like, an open case with them? Like, are they investigating that? Because you'd think... My my thing is, I've seen... Not like sexual assault stuff at my school, but I've seen people be accused of things by universities who are like told to go home until their like school investigation is complete. So I'm like kind of surprised this is an issue in in this regard. And then I'll get to a second point later. But is he being investigated? So Jones was accused. He has not been charged with the assault. There is an open investigation, not through the school, but through... um, I want to say it's Tallahassee, where Florida is. Sure. Um, that might be Florida State. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, the Florida State Seminole Vesicles. Yes, Florida State <laughs> Seminole Vesicles. Uh, but he has left the school, uh, Jones, who was accused. Um, so it's really just come down to, it's not something where it's, he doesn't want to live with this kid over the summer. He doesn't want to, you know, do all that specifically, but it's more of, the way this went down, the fact that Florida was unable to give him the right to move out of a room with, you know, an accused sexual assaulter. And so that's the other thing is that I'm surprised it's an issue because changing your room in college shouldn't be that fucking much of a of an of an issue, like especially in the summer when really not many summer, people are living as an there. Athlete, exactly. that they're spending money on you being there. Like mm-hmm. of all the people that a university should want to keep happy. You would assume it's this guy. Yeah, like a five-star, the top recruit in their entire 2019 class, their marquee player. Like, this makes Florida... University of Florida. Yes. All right. This makes University of Florida look fucking bad. Because, like, they're not Not handling the sexual assault thing right. I guess maybe now they are if if the dude got sent home. But they clearly fucked it up to the point where this kid... Had to intervene, and they probably only did it because make this, this shit got made public, and then they're fucking up with their, with their recruits, with 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 the with their talent. Like the thing is, if you're if you're a uh, a high school recruit looking at which college to commit to, and this shit's on your mind, I'm willing to bet this shit might change some goddamn opinions. And like, it's not like this is just some random. Like, if this even if this was some random guy is what I'm trying to say. Right. This right. would be a huge deal. This is the highest ranked recruit in Florida in the past three seasons. This is, I know we shouldn't be playing favorites with players, but schools do it, coaches do it, of teams course, do it. Of course, I just don't understand how and why Florida would be so unaccommodating. Uh, yeah, I have no answer for that. But uh, wow, is it fucking weird to say the least. Yep. I'm just glad it's not Penn State this time. You know what? 
fuck the whole state of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck every square inch of that goddamn shithole. <laughs> Clearwater's nice. Disney's a good time. The rest can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Goodbye, Florida listeners. <laughs> I'm waving goodbye to as you. you as, <laughs> as they ride off into the sunset on their dolphins <laughs> with eight balls of coke. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah. We should just give Florida to Miami. To uh, not to Miami. We should just give Florida to Cuba. I think they'd make better use of it. Give te- at least give Texas, give Texas to Mexico. Give Texas to Mexico. Give Florida to Cuba. Let the South go on their own. Give way. Louisiana to the ocean. <laughs> Those goddamn crawdad speaking motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking Christ! But just thinking about this. This is going to f- absolutely fuck their recruiting for the next couple of cycles. Well, that's what I'm saying, because you got to think that as like a kid, especially going to a college where like, look, man, kids going to want to party. Everyone's going to want to party, especially if you're at a major university at a D1 school. You're going to want to go to a party in Florida, yeah, especially in Florida, where it's like spring break destinations points. Exactly. But like if you're a kid, you'd probably also want to have like if you're an athlete, you'd probably want to have your school behind your back. Right and willing to accommodate you, especially when you you're want to be a part of that kid, family. Especially when this kid's trying to do the right thing. Exactly, and get away from the dude who's literally accused of sexual assault. And right. he said, "I don't want to be with this because it makes me feel bad and uncomfortable, and this is wrong." And blah 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 blah. And the school said, "Ah, suck it up." <laughs> like, wow, it's just fucked. And yeah, an eighteen-year-old don't bring any look girls back to your dorm. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, sleep with one eye open. Make sure the lube's uh, next to the nightstand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. What's up next, Mr. Tracy? You want to talk about Albert Pujols? Let's talk about Albert Pujols. I love Albert Pujols. Pujols? Uh, we, we, we are recording on uh, May 9th, Thursday, May 9th, and Albert Pujols hit a home run for his 2,000th RBI, the fifth man in baseball to do it. I don't know why there's a bunch of circulating saying he's the third it felt wrong. I looked it up on Baseball Reference. It was very easy to find. It's on their all-time leaderboard, which I feel like I'm on every week. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've checked it multiple times this season because I knew Pujols was approaching it. And uh, he is the fifth person to do it. As, as Corwin and I talked about before the show, the five, oh, sorry, four uh, people to do it before him on this list in order is Hank Aaron. Uh, with 2,297 RBIs, then Babe Ruth with 2,214, Alex Rodriguez with 2,086, and Cap Anderson with 2,075. And then right there at number five is Albert Pujols at 2,000 even as of right now. I just want to cut in before we go deeper into Albert Pujols. Oh, so uh, deep. T- two hours ago, four-star defensive end just committed, decommitted from Florida. No way, yep. really? yep. Fucking shocker. Really? Fucking shocker. Yikes. This is going to get ugly. All right. Albert Pujols. That's a big fucking... One of only five people to do some shit. That's crazy. One of five people to do some shit? Yeah. I mean, it it (laughs) takes a lot to be in a sport and to do something... A sport that's also been pro for... Well, they say 150 years because they have the patch on it, but it's, it's not been that long probably more like 130 but to 130 years of sport history and you're going to be one of the only one of only five dudes to do it with um three surefire three in the hall of fame dudes and uh one guy who probably won't get in over ped allegations but what have you um what do you think about that it's wild you know did, I were you really expecting w- that list to be longer yeah yeah me too. i really thought it was going to be more than you know according to mlb two other players why um, why do they keep saying that i, I don't okay. get it it's just wild, uh, and I'm just so upset that I missed his peak. 
Yeah. I really like. We talked about this before. Right. Like, yeah. I wish I was able to see Albert Pujols when he was truly Albert Pujols. I gotta say though, as 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 we discussed um, just yesterday in the episode that got released on Thursday, and as we discuss often, I do love watching modern day Albert Pujols because I love old man baseball. <laughs> I love old man baseball. So I have some other news here coming straight from Reddit, the most trusted of all news sources. I trust them more than some um, other places. So he is 21 home runs away from tying Willie Mays for fifth all time. Willie Mays, hey, the say hey kid. <laughs> He is three hits away from tithing David Winfield for 22nd all-time. Okay. And the Angels broadcast today said that MLB only officially counts RBI after it became an official stat. So he may rank third in RBI if you do not count Ruth and Anson before it was officially counted. But that makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. That but makes that's what no Reddit, fucking sense. That's what Reddit tells me. I mean, at least that's a reason, and I can... I, I, I guess now understand why they keep saying he's the third player to do it, but that seems massively disrespectful. Yeah, so RBI, RBI were not counted as an official stat until 1920. Lick my fucking nuggets. Wait, but Babe Ruth retired in 1934. So maybe he just didn't have the RBI that counted before 1920 just didn't count? But I think his I think his rookie year was 19, like, 18 or 19 like it wasn't or maybe he got traded in 19 i'm gonna look up babe ruth now because okay. i'm pretty sure it wasn't like far off from that that's why i'm so surprised because babe ruth the bulk of his career was was like in the the 20s and beyond I, at least i had thought oh god okay babe ruth oh his career started in 1914 1919 the offseason so 1920 was his first uh year with the yankees and um uh, yeah, I guess he wouldn't just be- only because he had hit 113 RBIs in 1919 and 61 the year before. So I think he, yeah, he just misses out on 2000 with his uh, post 1920 RBIs. But that's still fucking stupid. Like, if we have the numbers, then the, shouldn't they count? You would think, right? I think but that's MLB- also why. I, I mean, I think it's very different from why Ichiro's hits don't count. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, totally. I, I was going to go there, but completely. and yeah. then immediately thought, no, that's a very different story. Yeah, because it's a different league, and like right. I get it, but nah, fuck that shit. That that is uh, most whack. I don't respect that. What do you Wacky think is whack. more? So CC hit his three thousand strikeout, as we all heard me shouting from the rooftops yes. earlier this season. He is the seventeenth person to do that, versus uh, Pujols being the fifth person to hit two thousand RBIs. Which do you find more impressive? Um. I want to say, just based off of the fact that it's only been five people, the 2,000 RBI, but in my head, it's 3,000 strikeouts. I think it's 3,000 strikeouts, too. I think there's something about the RBIs thing, because it's... Team-reliant? It is team-reliant. Like, if you're bad, like, you know, if you're bad Mookie leadoff his entire life, he'll never get there. I mean, the right. Red Sox aren't batting Mookie leadoff as much, but, like, if they bat him leadoff his entire life, he's never going to get there. Right. Like, it's... And that's no indication that Mookie's a... Mookie's a great fucking player. He's a generational talent. Mm-hmm. But if you put him... Like, Ricky Henderson. Right. Ricky Henderson not on this list. Ricky Henderson was amazing, though. The guy behind him had a bunch of RBIs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The, the, whoever bat right behind Ricky always had RBIs because the dude would put do all the work for you. Right. So, um... You can get a strikeout... On your own accord. You cannot get an RBI on your own. 
unless you, you know, literally hit a home run yourself. Yeah, which is what he did today. Right. <laughs> I was saying that. I was like, no way. He literally did it by himself today. That definitely doesn't work. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's still a huge accomplishment. I think it's real. I, I'm still fascinated that he's only the fifth person. I'm going to maintain that there's five. Um, Everyone should maintain that there's five. Yeah, fuck the MLB for just deep dicking Babe Ruth and Cap Anderson like that. Can that be our new motto? Fuck MLB. I think it's still fuck the NFL. Yeah, and an NHL de- uh, Department of Player Safety. Fuck uh, NHL DP. DOPS. DOPS, right. Fuck Roger Goodell. Yeah. And fuck MLB. I don't hate the NFL. I hate Roger Goodell. I kind of hate the NFL in in ways I'm not entirely certain. We'll go into that. We'll put a whole episode about why we hate the NFL. Problem is, I actually find Goodell kind of likable. He's likable, but he makes bullshit decisions that benefit solely the owners, and that's why I do not respect him as a NFL commissioner. I mean, it's the commissioner's job, though. I understand your your, your dislike of him, but he's basically just a CEO. I feel you know, I know it's like I a know weird division. If you look at him as a CEO. He's there to maximize return for stockholders, and in this case, the owners of the teams. But the NFL is bigger than that. It's an essentially an entertainment enterprise, its own network, and you should be there to grow the sport, not grow the wallets of its owners. And I think increasing the aspects of the sport on the field is more important than increasing shared wealth between the owners. Yeah, that's why I think I'm more fucked the NFL because I don't like the way it's all structured. Fair enough. Yeah, all right. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say to Albert Pujols other than I love you, you old man. Play baseball until you're 50. I support you in all your endeavors. What do you think? Uh, what's the next big record to get broken? What's the next big record to get? I have no idea. Or like, like next big milestone, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have no fucking clue. What would be like the next record you want to see broken? <sighs> I have record? one in my mind. If you want to, I can go. Go ahead. Give go you ahead. Give me yours. So Chris Sale threw an immaculate inning yesterday. Yes, he did. Um, more rare than a perfect game or a no hitter or hitting the cycle, anything like that. I want to see two back to back immaculate innings. That'd be cool. I also that would have be one. phenomenal. That'd be cool. Uh, I think Josh Hader could do it. Because I think he's thrown. Good, good guy. I think he's thrown two or three immaculate innings now. Probably two. He definitely has a couple. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to see him throw two back to back. I would like to see a five home run game. That really hasn't been done yet. I don't think it has. Wow. I know that there's because there's only been. When Scooter Jeanette hit his four home run game, was that two seasons ago or last season? Two. I think that was the most recent one, and I believe he was only the 17th player to do that. Like, it's really rare. Didn't Arenado do it recently? I want to say. I want to say someone in Colorado did it. I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, But I'm looking up to see if anyone's hit five home runs. In one game, it's been, oh, it's been done four times, and the last time was in 1948. So it was done by Pete Schneider in 1923, Lou Frierson in 1934, Cecil Dunn in 1936, and Dick Lane, which is a great that is an 80 grade baseball name, Dick Lane. Where are you going tonight, hon? I'm going to Dick Lane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Hall of Fame football player. 
Uh, anyway, and Dick Lane did it in 1948, and those are the only four times it's Night been done. Train Lane, what's his first name? Wait, record for most home runs in a single game is eight. Eight what? home runs in one, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's Dick that, that's Lane. not that's not MLB. That's a uh, uh, the Texas League, June fifteenth of nineteen oh two. Jesus. So Dick Lane is the real name of Night Train Lane, the Hall of Fame defensive back. Yeah, it is. Uh. So yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, I'd like to see it be done by, I don't know. I'm trying to. De- I'm debating whether I'm, I want to choose like a big slugger who you think probably could do it, like Trump. or someone that would be hilarious to do it, like Hunter Pence, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> like, how funny would it be if Hunter Pence just comes around and like against like a really good pitching staff, like the Cleveland Indians or like the Boston? Well, I guess the Red Sox pitching staff this season kind of sucks. The Houston Astros and just fucks around and knocks five five dingers in a game. Would we have to end baseball operations if Bartolo Colon hit five home runs in a game? He has to start playing baseball again for that to happen. But would baseball have to shut down if he came back for like a spot start at the end of the year and hit five home runs? Uh, I think it'd be a holiday. Reddit would break. Oh God! Yeah, the memes would be untenable. <laughs> I think when he hit his first career home run with the Mets a few years ago, that that was the longest between a player's debut and hitting their first home run in MLB history. Yeah, I think I, it I was. do remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, because he, I mean, he was like forty. 41 when he hit that home run. I thought he was older than that. No, because he's like 42, 43 now. Oh, okay, okay. I always Uh, picture him being older because he looks like he's fucking Looks like shit, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and he debuted when he was like fucking 19 or some shit. So, like, he legit played baseball for, like, goddamn 15 years or some shit before he hit that first home run. I'm going to fucking check now. I want to know. How old do you think Bartolo Colon was when he debuted? Uh, 18. I think that's fair, because he debuted at a very different time in baseball. Back when they still had no twenty four, twenty four, really? yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety seven huh. was his first season. Holy shit! Yeah, and uh, so he. That's the year I was born, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've heard the rumors. Uh, let's see if we can find his yeah, standard batting. He has one home run in twenty sixteen. Yikes! Uh, so that would be at his age forty three season. So he went 19 years before hitting his his first home run. That's, well, uh, what that's was the so what was the actual years. date that he debuted in 97? I don't fucking know. It doesn't say. No. It sh- it says right at the top. It you does. Buffoon? Yeah. Where? Right in this set of info. Oh, debut April 4th. Okay. Yeah, it's not your birthday. How many you uh buffoon? How many how many All-Star games do you think he's been to? Uh, four. You're looking at. It. I saw you looking at. It. I can't read that far. Has how how many? Four? How many top five Cy Young finishes do you think he has? I'm yeah, also gonna go with four. Uh, two. One of which was the year he won. Ah, uh, yes. Because he has a Cy Young. Are <laughs> of the Angels only? I think two Cy Young awards. One of them is Bartolo Colon. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a god. He's a masterpiece of baseball perfection. He is such a piece of our lore. We uh, really need a new our Bible. Lore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What do you want to talk about next? Um, how about how about the fucking Seahawks sure. releasing Zig? Um, oh, not Ziggy Ansah. They signed Ziggy Ansah, but they released today um, Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor. Oh shit! You didn't see this? No. Yeah, they released. They released. Wow. They cut 
Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor over um, their physicals. Holy shit. I knew Doug Baldwin was more likely than not to retire this year just because of his injury history. I didn't think they'd get rid of Cam Chancellor. What's the dead... I'm going to look this up on my own. What's the dead cap for those two guys? Uh, I didn't see... I doubt it's that much since they're uh, kind of at the end of their contracts and usually those the NFL contracts for guaranteed money is front-loaded, so I, I don't think it would be too much. Oh, the Seahawks drafted DK Metcalf? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Baldwin had two years, twenty-one million remaining on his contract. It was scheduled to pay him nine point two five million in his base salary, twenty nineteen, with another seven hundred fifty dollars available in per game roster bonuses. Uh, assuming the team doesn't use a post June first designation, his release will clear six point eight five million dollars in cap space. Yeah, they were the number three and four highest cap hits on the team. Well, well, shit. Justin Pritt. Who is left from their from their uh, Super Bowl team outside of Russell Wilson now? Bobby Wagner. Oh, he's still there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised. Uh, let's see. Uh, KJ Wright was there. Um, man, there's not a lot of players. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's it. I think it's just uh, KJ Wright, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson. What do you what do you think of the Seahawks team now? Plus they added Ziggy Ansah, we should say one year, I believe five and a half million dollars. What do you what do you think about this this going to be twenty nineteen iteration of the uh, Seattle Seahawks? They're going to be young. They are very young at a lot of positions. That's kind of why I thought they were going to keep Baldwin and Chancellor just to be those veteran players in the locker room. Um, that's what happens when you sign a quarterback to a massive contract like Russell Wilson just did. You just don't have the money to keep your veteran players. And I I haven't been high on the Seahawks in, essentially since they let Richard Sherman go. I mean, they're, they're, letting get, they're letting go of three of their biggest players this year with Earl Thomas also being let go. Um, this is going to be a brand new team next year. And, I mean, that NFC West is – that's going to be a tight race. I mean, granted, the Cardinals aren't going to be there. The Rams are clearly number one. But, I mean, I like the 49ers to really improve. I just don't know how – I don't – I'd have to dig into their team and the way they constructed their roster a bit more to really say. I guess I could bring that up. Would you call the the um when did they win the Super Bowl? 2014 or 2013? Uh 2013, right? They're both times they won it in 13. Okay. Would you call that team like the poster child for winning with your with the QB question. on on a on a rookie deal? Without question. So I think that's going to be interesting then because now they might since that that's kind of like the example that they set. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they set the example going forward now that they've signed that quarterback to mega million deal like the biggest contract in uh in um I was about to say MLB history mm-hmm. NFL history. To see how they make that pivot, I think that this is going to be the groundwork, either positive or negative, for whatever the fuck happens next. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, looking at their team, offensively, it's Tyler Lockett and the DK Metcalf show. I still don't know what's going to go down with Rashad Penny and Chris Carson and how that's going to turn out. Their offensive line is looking uh, much 
better but not fantastic by any means uh defensively man it's a lot of guys that are just real young i mean they don't have any major players outside of bobby wagner right now um they got a lot of mid-tier talent they got a lot of they got a lot of young players but it's definitely going to be a very offensively focused team from here on out did you realize that the Pujols game today that he got his 2000 RBI, the Angels won 13 to nothing? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Uh, also, just as a side note, Buster Posey goes on the concussion list, and Drew Pomerantz also hits the IL. So the Giants' <laughs> minimal chance of making a playoff berth, I think, are done for the year. Yeah, that's not great for them. How much longer do you think Posey lasts in the league at this point? Um, I think next season might be his last. That'd be pretty fucking sad, I gotta say. I hope I hope he lasts a, a few more. I mean, I just love I just love catchers, especially MVP yeah. catchers. Ah, that's uh, fuck you, D Gordon. So fucking fast. Uh, the the Jaguars. Uh, they 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 released a guy today. They released uh, backup quarterback Cody Kessler. So he's he's now an available. Guy who throws footballs. That is. Do you think he goes anywhere? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe as like a backup or a third stringer, but he is nothing of note. You don't think so? No. What about the Cowboys talking with Dak Prescott over a big time extension? Do you think that's uh, a wise move on the Jag- uh, the Cowboys' part? Yeah, I think. Uh... But what would you give him? Because I think I saw somewhere like in the, I think I saw the rumors I saw was like the thirty million dollar range. I'm not sure. I think I like that for Dak. It's definitely a lot, but that's just the way it is for quarterbacks. He's still young. He's still mobile. I'd give him thirty million. But uh, it's just think about it. It's third thirty million is a lot right now. If they sign him to a six seven year contract, thirty million in four years isn't going to be a whole or, lot. They could trade him, suck, and then draft to a tag of a lick my balls. I think their team. I think <laughs> it's a bad idea. They should not do that. Like it's yeah, a really they should bad not idea. do that. I think just to give some reasoning, I think the rest of their team is just too good for them to actually be able to tank fully. I think that offensive line and plus no game, no team should ever do that. No, they yeah. shouldn't. They should. They should. You should never trade your quarterback. Look at that guy's mustache. Yeah, it's impressive. That's, yeah, there's an ump in this. Uh, oh, fuck you, Angel Hernandez. You, you're He's a bad a piece guy. of shit. Yeah. CC was shit talking him on his podcast the other day. Good. Yeah. It was, Everyone should shit talk Angel, Angel Hernandez. Fun to listen to. What do you think about the Warriors getting knocked out of the NBA playoffs? I love it. It's great. It's isn't the greatest it? thing ever. What do you think about Boston getting knocked out of the MLB playoffs? Even better, because my roommate is a Boston fan. So fuck that. Do you give him shit for it? Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. As we all should. What do you think about Tavares? Uh, he hurt his oblique while training for the uh, Worlds competition. It happens. I mean, I know do you we're think that this is talk something? about like oh, like should NHL and players be playing in international competitions to save their bodies and whatnot? I don't agree with it. I think you gotta play in these world competitions. Um, I'm a proponent of. NHL players playing in the Olympics, playing in the World Cup. I'm all for it. That's how competition is bred. It sucks that he got hurt, but that's just the nature of the game he plays. Yeah, I um, 
I really hope this doesn't become a talking point for the NHL because I think I'd much rather see if the players want to. Right. I'd much rather see them fucking just go out there and do it. You I know agree. what I mean? If they're, it, I I don't want to see players get butt hurt because they're trying to compete for their to represent their nation mm-hmm. because the NHL doesn't want to get them hurt, but they'll let them go to other competitions that are sanctioned that are, are just aren't the Olympics and. They'll get hurt there. Like, I, 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 you can get hurt. Fucking uh, Blake Snell got hurt because he lifted a piece of granite on accident the other day. Like, it happens stupidly. Right. Who was that MLB player that hurt it that threw out his back, putting on his pants, and ended up on the ten day IL? Like, <laughs> I remember that. I don't remember who it was though. You get hurt all the time for stupid shit. I want to say it was yeah. Brad Boxberger, but y- I could y- see it. You get hurt for stupid shit like all the time. Like, I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's sad, but it happens. Um. Let's see. Let's go through some some career leaders because now I'm just kind of curious about the next possible, uh, uh, next most likely uh, uh, milestone. So I'm gonna pull up a whole bunch. Okay. Uh, what would you say is a good milestone? Well, it's Robbie Cano got his 25th hundred hit. That's a big one. Robinson Cano. Yeah, he's the he's the 101st player all time to do that. So that's not a lot of players in the no. history of MLB. Um, career leaders for games played. Uh, Pete Rose has the most. Who's the next? Who's the active? Sliding headfirst into home like Pete Rose. Guess who the um, active leader in games played is? But you'll never get it. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, it's a, it's a very well known name. Is it gonna be Pujols? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Pujols. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty seven hundred twenty five. Do you think there's like a good like mark for games played? Like. Do you think he hits three thousand? No, I don't. Uh, how many? He has two years left on that contract. No idea. I think he has two years left on. Which actually, if he does, that would put him 3, over three thousand games. Yeah, if he plays the full season, I just don't think. What do you think is more impressive? Uh, two thousand RBIs or three thousand games played? Um, two thousand RBI. Three thousand games played would put him uh, at ninth all time. It would put him just above Willie Mays and just below Cal Ripken, who played three thousand and one. I think it's the RBI, just because the RBI is a genuine show of skill. You have to be a good batter to be able to even hit that. You could just be an above-average player that just happens to play for a very, very long time and hit that. I just think it's. I'm not saying you know anyone could do it. I'm just saying. I think the RBI is a higher show of skill than games played. I think I would go with games played. I don't have a great reason for why. Right. Um, that's it. <laughs> uh, so this is basically just going to become a how close is Albert Pujols to other things because right. he's going to lead all of these lists. Um, at bats, at bats, uh, the closest active player or uh, the the highest active player on this list is <laughs> Albert Pujols with ten thousand three hundred and twelve. I don't know what a good what a good milestone is for this though. Pete Rose leads the list with 14,000. That's not getting touched. That's 2,000 more than Hank Aaron. Uh do, do we care about this? I don't care about this one. I don't really care about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna is there really nothing going on in the world of sports well, better than like where he sits and this, like this at actually, bats this, all the time? Well, all right, yeah, at bats <laughs> all time isn't isn't a good one. Played appearances I don't I think we can just skip right over to. Yeah, I don't think that one matters. 
Oh, do we care about runs scored? No. Yeah, I can't believe he leads in He's all gonna of them. Be, of course, he is. He's a well, Hall a few, of Fame like, batter. But it's... like runs scored, I was a little bit surprised just because he's so slow. <laughs> he's always been so slow. I kind of expected him to get like thrown out a bunch, and maybe like maybe there'd be someone ahead of him. Uh, career leaders for hits. Okay. Okay, Pujols, where are you? Number twenty-three. He has three thousand one hundred six. Uh, I feel like three thousand is already the, like a, the milestone, though. Where does he rank on intentional walks or being hit by pitches? Well, hold on. Let me let's keep going down the list. Uh, total bases. Do you care? No. Okay, closing that tab out. It's gonna be no for like seventy-five percent of these. Doubles. He's uh, he's fifty-five away from seven hundred. <laughs> do you think he hits? 50, he's not fast enough to keep hitting doubles. <laughs> How many more doubles do you think he has than the next person on this list, who is I Miguel Cabrera? I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> arbitrary. But I'm having, a, I'm having a good time. Uh, ooh, triples. Actually, I don't think this will be Albert Pujols. I wonder who the active leader is for this. Oh no, we talked about this. Wasn't it someone from the Mets? I don't know. I think it was. This is information I retain. <laughs> I just, I, this is why I love the sport, man. There's just a lot of shit for you to lose your mind. Actually, it's Curtis Granderson. There you go. Yeah, he's he's tied the for 190th for with uh, 94 triples. Yeah, okay, we're moving on. Uh, home runs, uh, Pujols leads this, I know for sure. Yeah, because he got 600 the other uh, last year, I think. Miggy right behind him there. Walks. Okay. Oh wow, he is not even close to being in the top twenty on this list. He's uh he's he's nine walks away from thirteen hundred, sitting at a cool twelve hundred ninety one. Do you think he cares about that record? Probably not. Is there any? Is there any? Uh, uh, uh give me give me a pitching one you you want to see who's closest for for a milestone. Um, strikeouts. Who's the next major strikeout milestone? Strikeouts. Here's a cool one that I found just scrolling through Reddit while you search for this. Josh Hader has gotten 26 of his last 28 outs via the strikeout. It's what he does. In his last 9.1 innings, opposing batters are one for three on balls in play. Three balls in play over the last 9.1 innings. So... I actually mentioned this, I think, on the episode. CC did get his 3,000th strikeout. He's currently sitting at 307. Uh, Justin Verlander is the next closest to the milestone at 2,766. So he's 234 away. He's going to get that. Uh, Yeah. If he stays healthy, I think he'll probably get there. He'll get that next in season. the first month or two next season, yeah. I mean, how many strikeouts does he have this season? Do you think he... Uh, I wouldn't say the first probably month or two like next season. 50 so far this year? Not 50, maybe like 40. I got his page up. You be uh you be you went the wrong direction, Corwin. He has 60. 60 so far this year. How many starts? Yeah. 8. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, no, if he stays yeah. healthy, I think he'll hit it. Let's go let's go to the guy below him, which I think, I think he, is a I more I think he'll hit like 220, 225 this year. So I think he'd get it very early next uh, next year. So this one's a little bit more interesting. Okay. Uh, Max Scherzer is next on this list at 2,521. Okay. Do you think he gets it? Yes. Granted, he's 34. Uh, and he only had a, like a late career. Uh, like the Max Scherzer we know is not the early Max Scherzer. Right. He was not this pitcher with Arizona or Detroit. 
I think we haven't seen him slow down in any category. Um, I could easily see him going the Randy Johnson route and just throwing until he's very old and not really having a major drop off and when he does. It's tough because once you get over the age of like 32 for a pitcher, it's just so easy for a drop off to happen so unexpectedly. Um, Which is why I'm comfortable with Verlander because, I mean, he's just never showed any kind of real serious dip. He's shown like little itty bitty dips here and there, but Mm -hmm. he's always been a smart pitcher in addition to a skilled pitcher. Um, Where I do think Scherzer is that as well, but just given how slow the beginning of his career was in terms of strikeout accumulation. I'll be curious to see if he can hold it up in the uh, twilight of his career. But eh, uh, we can we can see. I'm certainly going to root for him. Uh, 3,000 yeah. strikeouts is cool, you know? How many more does he need exactly? So he's going to need 479 more. So he really just needs three seasons. two seasons. Three seasons. He hit like 300 strikeouts last year. Yeah, but you can't count on three hundred strikeouts. Right, it was, a big, just, it was a big deal that he did it. Like I don't want you don't. Right, but I think we could count on two hundred plus, just over two hundred over the That's next two saying. seasons. Give, I'm going to give him, you know, I'm going to give him like two hundred, two hundred twenty. So he'll need two full seasons and then part of a third. Okay, so that's, I, so that's fair. He needs to pitch for three yeah. more seasons. <laughs> At Max Scherzer's level, he just needs to be alive for three more seasons. Yeah, true. I how long? I don't. I don't want to look it up. But I wonder how much, how many more years he's left on his contract because that could be a determining factor. That's true. But anyway, I think uh, Max Scherzer is going to get a contract until, unless he has a major fall off or until he decides he's done. All right, I'm going to give you the next three, and then and then that's it. Uh, Felix Hernandez. No way. He is. How old do you think he is? Actually, uh, thirty-two. Thirty-three. Okay. I feel like he's fucking thirty-eight yeah. though. Uh, he has 2,498, so he would need 502 more, and I just, I love I think he may Felix. be done after, like, this season. He, he'll he be done whenever his contract is up, I think, because I think that the, the only reason Seattle hasn't, like, cut ties with him is that they need someone to throw the ball. Right. And Felix is a fan favorite, even though he sucks now. Well, sucks is a little bit harsh, even though he's past his Not prime. Uh, he's still a Seattle icon, and... I mean, if you need someone anyway, I mean, they're throwing Mike Leak out there five times, uh, once every five. Mike He's pitching right now. Probably, yeah. probably why he came to mind, honestly. So wh- why not toss the ball to Felix every now and then? Zach Greinke. How many does he need? He needs 515. He is 35 years old. That's close. I don't think it's close. I don't think he gets it. Um, I mean, he's still pitching at such a high level. He had to pitch for... Three to four more years. Yeah, I so think, he'd I would think it's his like 39 year season. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough, especially since I know his contract isn't for that long. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll end up somewhere after this contract. Um, but it's just, it's just th- th- this is why three thousand such a tough number to hit is because so many pitchers have had the talent for long stretches to do it and then just fallen off. Like I'm willing to bet that if you ask anybody five years ago. Which I understand is a period of time ago, but five years ago, Felix was going to get three thousand strikeouts. I bet you most people would say, "Yeah, eventually." You know, not t- anytime soon, but eventually. Yeah, it's Felix Hernandez, and he fell off a fucking cliff. He's the king. And the thing is, like, that happens more often than it doesn't. And eventually, all the pitchers you love just don't make it there. Like Mike Messina didn't make it, even though he was really close. David Cohn didn't make it. He was Tom Glavin didn't make it there. You know, Warren Spahn didn't make it there. 
These are really, really well-known names who pitched for fucking ever and d didn't cross that threshold because it's fucking tough. Yep. It, and, and pitchers fall off a cliff. Last name I'll ask you, and I think this is going to be an easy no as well, is Cole Hamels. Hard no. Yeah, he's 35, and he, he has 2,459, so he would need 541 more strikeouts. And uh, I don't think that's happening for Hollywood Hamels. No. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about before we wrap things up? Um, Not off the top of my head. All right, Ben, you can reach us if you want to, if you so choose, by hitting us up on Twitter at JuicingPod. You can find our Gmail address at JuicingTheNumbers.gmail.com. And you can find our website at JuicingTheNumbers.Worksite.com slash website. And until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Uh, bye bye <laughs>